Welcome to the show where people of color tell you how they made it in life, business, and work, despite the speed bumps along the way. I'm Liz, and this is another episode of Live to Thrive podcast. We're here to charge you up. In every episode, entrepreneurs, innovators, and change makers give away all their tips and tricks and shortcuts so you can beat friction and fly higher no matter how unlikely the world thinks it is. Your story is still in the making. You will get to the top. Get inspired, get moving, prove the world wrong, and let's go. Tune into another story of someone who is just like you. What's up, Live to Thrivers? I'm your host, Lizzie, and I'm here for another week's podcast of Live to Thrive podcast. I hope you have been enjoying my podcast that I've been doing for the past month or so, and I'm so excited to have more guests on and just chat about being proudly a POC and doing great things in this community and in life in general. So I have my friend Donnie here and he's going to just chat about things to us. <laughs> and oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so many things. And so. so many things. So Donnie, welcome. Welcome to Live Thank to Drive you. podcast. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Thanks for asking me to do it. Um, so, Donnie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What you're doing? What are oh your plans? God. Where am I from? I'm like from the universe. No, I am from, I was born in Seattle, but I've lived all over the state um, and, you know, college and high school, mostly in Washington. But now I live in New York City. And, and how moved- did you get to new york city why did you leave us and go to new york city <laughs> okay so it's so it's so i know right so it's so funny it's a funny story because i was talking to one of my friends oh she's like lead by example and i was like you know what i'm comfortable where i'm at in washington seattle but mm-hmm. i was like sometimes mm-hmm. when you're com- comfortable somewhere doesn't mean that's like the place you're supposed to be you know regardless of where it's at or what you're doing in the world so i was just like i'm comfortable i feel happy here do at well felt happy here um but it's like is there something more to do like is there something else like you know like what more can i do and so i'm like because i'm happy because i feel good it's like maybe it's the perfect time to like try and expand a little bit and just do something different like just because like why not you know it's life you never know so (laughs) basically um i had went to all these different places and new york when i got here because for me, it's about feeling. And when I got here, I was like, oh my gosh, this place feels like where I should be. And so um, we had teams here already. And so I asked my manager if I could I could move. And he was like, yeah. And then they you know, helped me get that all um, settled. And so it was, it was like, it was, it was, I know it was meant to be because it was easy. And that was the one thing I asked um, when I was like, kind of just like thinking about it was, if it's meant to be, make it easy. And it was. And I feel like that's how everything should be. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to like try so hard. It's just like, damn, like. No, a hundred percent. I agree with you. And also I just feel like the moral of the story here is if you comfortable, make yourself uncomfortable and grow, right? Because yeah, you were was... like super comfortable 
Seattle and now yeah. you're living and thriving in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it, and I feel like sometimes people, people sometimes take that like in a different way because like some people can self-sabotage because they'll think something good is going on and they'll be like, oh, I have to switch it up and change it. It's like, no, it's okay to be consistent and it's okay to move and do different mm-hmm. things, but make sure whatever you're doing, it's not setting you back, you know, because I saw that with my parents, like we moved a lot and did a lot. But it wasn't like moving for advancement, you know, it was running away from things. So if you feel like you're not running away from things and you are advancing yourself in some way, mm-hmm. then absolutely do it. You know, you have to, you have, their life is just, you just never know what you, you never know what you don't know until you know. And even then you don't know shit. <laughs> preach it, preach it. And so I, I know you said that like you, um, you asked your manager if you could move and you got settled in New York. Mm-hmm. So what kind of work do you do? So I work in tech and I'm a product designer and we basically build mm-hmm. apps, websites, all that sort of stuff um, at AWS. Uh, I work with a, a specific product and um, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because when you're thinking about, when you're working on, when you're building a product, especially like a technology product, it's always very like, you know, like focused on, um, what the project product manager, what the features a product manager needs and all that sort of stuff. And so, so being a product designer at AWS, it's like you are, you work with PMs to help define what it is that, you know, you're building. And a lot of times they think of like features and what the feature, what people need on the feature. But then like we come in and we're like, okay, so what's the bigger picture? It's not like even anything. It's not just about the one small piece of it, but it's like, how does this one feature, this one thing impact the entire ecosystem? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course we <laughs> have a lot of designs and, and technical things that we do while we're doing that, but a lot of it comes down to storytelling and like not selling in the way that people like a used car salesman, but selling in the sense of like, we know why we're building this and why we're doing it but we need to make it very known and make it very clear to the audience and whoever it is that this is important and here's how you can discover it. Here's how you can use it. So that's basically what I do. That's, that sounds awesome. And did you, did you get into um, design and product design and all the things? Did you go to school for it or did you kind of fall into it? Oh no, this is very strategic. I know exactly what I wanted to do. And oh, really? it, it, yeah, I how went to school you, for how it. Did you... Um, because well, it took a little bit longer. I mean, it was like definitely like college hopping in the very beginning and niche when I first got out of the high school. I, was like, I don't want to do, I don't know what to do. But I feel like it's interesting because like, I feel like we all know what we're supposed to do. We all have like an inclination, inkling to kind of know what we're like or what we're into. And when I first got out of college, there was no such thing as like UX design. There was no such thing as product design, courses and all that sort of stuff. So I had to piecemeal things together. Like, like, um, graphic design and this and that and a third. And then over time, just doing creative jobs and always kind of like being in that lane, I was able to, um, uh, you know, focus the energy into exactly what I wanted. And I think that's the thing. It's just like, it's not about like what you want. It's not, it's not about like what you're doing, but it's more about like, do you know where you want to go? And you have to have like pinpoint precision, precision on everything that you do. You know, and yeah, so yeah. when I went to school, it was like, I know I want to do it. And this is the lane. But sometimes you have to go the roundabout way to kind of do the same thing because it's like there may not be a direct one to one match. 
but like that's life nothing is a one-to-one match so first it was you know going to school and getting aa for like um graphic design and just general things and then after that and it was going to back to university to do um like web design and digital cultures which was like the precursor to what all these programs they have now which is like go to school for ux design whatever but but yeah and i always encourage people yeah you can do boot camps and that sort of stuff but there's so much knowledge going to like the university and being immersed in the culture and meeting like-minded people who are okay with not doing the, the fast way out you know there's no like quick win for anything you have to really like i think i took about <laughs> i think it took me about three or four years to get into ux design but when i did get into it i was able to kind of like jump a level because i already had done a lot of things you know like ground roots level so Things take time. I mean, things can happen fast too, but it does take time to build uh, build your, you know, just build a lot of the soft skills you, as well. 100%. And um, for the people that are listening, someone like being a person of color that is um, in the industry of graphic design, UX design, and wanting, you know, wanting to, to study this stuff, what advice would you give to them? It just depends on what lane you want to be in because sometimes you can because with UX design there's so many facets to it you can you know actually build build digital product actual physical products you can build digital products you can build web apps you can go into blockchain there's so many elements to it that it's always best to go in with a very clear mind me personally i feel that um and it's always good to look to the future Whereas I think that blockchain is a really big thing for UX designers to design that experience. Same thing with VR, that's another big experience. AR, all those lanes, all those people need designers. And um, the other big thing about designers is being able to get along with people and talk to people and really listen and understand what someone needs beyond what they tell you, you know? You have to be able to, and that's get along with people. And that's a skill that you, yeah, yeah, just getting along with people. And that's a skill that you've learned through your time of being a designer, or is that like something that you learn during doing courses and crash courses and things like that? <laughs> I think learning the ways of the corporate environment and not being offended by how things go. But um, if you can't get along with people, I don't know if it's something you can learn. You might have to do some inner soul searching for that. <laughs> but I think generally, if you know you're just you know happy with yourself and content and and um, you know humble, that I, to me that counts as a person who's easy to get along with because you're open to ideas. You're not so focused on like how you want to do things because uh, regardless of whatever you do in life like you're either being served or you're serving people but you take on both sides of that fence so you have to learn you have to just be like that yeah yeah and how would you say like because i'm sure you're very you're a busy person you have um you have a very demanding job but you're also creative like how do you feel how do you deal with your mental health and 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 stresses of life um, I don't say yes to everything anymore. 
especially moving here, I had to realize like, wow, like my time is limited. Like, you know what I mean? Like just in general, like you really only, like when you really think about like life and people and whatever, like you don't really have that much time on earth, even if you get 85, 90 years, that's not a long time in the grand scheme of like life, <laughs> the world, mm-hmm. the universe, whatever. So it's like, do I want to deal with this situation? Am I going to do it? So for me, sometimes I have to just be like, okay, just sit down and just relax and call your friends, yeah. go hang out with somebody, do something, you know, like work out when you're always in a constant sober state and you're just like, you don't really like do a lot of anything that would expel your energy. You'd be surprised at how much more energy and how much more things mm-hmm. you can do because nothing's sucking out of it, out of you yeah. for it. Um, I'm also single. I think that helps. It's just me. And so I think that kind of helps. Cause like, mm-hmm. I know people who have the career and the family and all this stuff. And there's so much going on that they just don't have enough time to sit and think. I have a lot of time to sit and think about things. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to kind of just take moments for themselves just to kind of like just sit for a second. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just sit down for a second and let's just think. No, totally, totally. I think that is like such a good reminder because we are always on the go. And then also just saying no to things is is something that everyone should practice once in a while. Yeah, and no doesn't always have to mean like no forever. And it's just like, no, I can't do this right now. No, totally. And if you could say something to your younger self now, um, what would you say to him? Oh, that's a good one. Let me think about that for a second. Um Yeah. Um you got it. You already have it. It's yours. Don't worry about it. Just actually, probably what I would say is just like be in my head a little bit less and and be quicker to make a decision that I know I should make anyway. You're into it. You're intuitive, and you already know what you need to do. And just put that effort. And to be honest with you, the same thing I tell myself then I should tell myself now because <laughs> as I'm thinking about it, it's like look. If you put the energy towards this thing and you spend all of your time doing that one thing, you will get it. I think that's the biggest thing I would say. It's like, put your money where your mouth is. Talk is cheap. Put pen to paper. Put, you know, idea to action. Create whatever the thing is. But also, do your research. And also, I would tell my younger self, don't mm-hmm. spend money on things you can do for free. Ideas, reading, mm-hmm. all that stuff is free. Go do whatever you can as far, take it as far as you can for free. Then when the execution outweighs what you're able to do for free, then that's when you pay for it. Until then, focus on that one thing and take it as far as you can because you'll be surprised how people gravitate to whatever it is that you're doing. I think that'd be my biggest thing. Well, with that being said, I think that that's our Live to Thrive podcast for today. So... Um, Donnie, can you give us your social media um, handle so people can follow yes, you? My IG is dynno.io. I will also add it to the show notes. Have a great day. You too.
that's all for today's show. I hope you've taken plenty of notes and ready to start making real shifts and shakes in your life. Until next week, connect with me on Instagram at live to thrive pod. That's L-I-V-E-T-O-T-H-R-I-V-E-P-O-D. Don't forget to rate the show on iTunes or Spotify. Ratings help us keep showing up for you. Till next time, see you then. Yeah.